بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم We continue the explanation on the points of benefits pertaining to Hajj points of benefits and uh, rulings uh, Tonight's class will be on delegation delegating to Hajj or deputing someone to Hajj This is applicable upon the one who is financially able but physically unable. Yes. To delegate someone. The rulings concerning the assigning someone to perform the Hajj on behalf of someone else. So this pertains to the one who is financially able but physically unable like old incapacitated old uh, could not establish himself on the mount or very thin could not establish himself on his mount or paralyzed paralyzed or may even be unable to take the modern transportations because it may cause him severe headaches etc whether it's a plane or ship or car also the the ill who is not chronically ill where it's not feasible for him to recover in the, under these circumstances it is permissible to delegate someone but the first the condition regarding the delegate should be a person if he performs Hajj and Umrah for himself then it is acceptable from him this is the first condition so if he for example delegates a child would this be correct would it be correct for him to delegate a child so that we understand this condition would it be no because it is not correct and valid for the child to perform the obligatory Hajj himself so to do it for others by all means it is not valid Okay, what about if he delegates a rich person who did not perform the obligatory hajj for himself? Would that be correct? Would that be correct? No. Because it is an obligation, it is an obligation upon this rich person. 
since he has the ability, etc. What about, listen carefully, what about if he delegates a poor person to perform the Hajj for him? Yes, correct. What's the reason, Ya Um Sulaim? MashaAllah. Yes. What's the reason, Ya Isa? It is acceptable. But why? Remember his status. He is. Yes, because it's not obligatory upon the poor to go for himself. Exactly. Because he's poor. Hajj is not obligated upon him. Is that clear now? Now, we will see how the delegation is Zafar Ali. It is permissible to... Okay, Sister Diamond. If he delegates a poor, is, it, is the Hajj obligated by the poor? Is the Hajj obligated upon the poor? So, that's it. So he can assign him to perform the Hajj on his behalf. Would give him the money and he will perform the Hajj for this person. If he is able, Diamond, if he is able, you forgot the capability, isn't it? Check the issue of the rich. You answered correctly for the issue of the rich, right? Compare. The rich, it's an obligation upon him, right? Because he has the means and the capability, right? And therefore he has to do it first, his obligation. The obligatory has. Now you understand? Now you understand the difference? <coughs> okay. Five. Okay, it is permissible to delegate. The delegation goes between a man and a man. Between a man and a man. A man and a woman. A man and a woman. A woman and a man. And a woman and a woman. So a man may delegate a man. A man may delegate a woman. A woman may delegate a man. 
and a woman may delegate a woman is that clear is that clear And the evidence is in the clear is is in the uh, hadith of the Khatami uh, woman who performed the Hajj on behalf of her old unable father, and the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam approved that for her. Cases in delegations. Cases in delegations. Zaid is an ill person, not feasible to recover, chronically ill, Zaid. He delegates Amr, he delegates Amr. So Amr goes into Ihram, into the state of Ihram for Hajj. So, after Amr went into the state of Ihram, Zayd recovered. He invoked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and recovered. So, would the Hajj of Amr be acceptable for Zayd in this case? The answer is yes. It will be valid and acceptable. If he recovers, if he recovers on the other hand, before Amr goes into the state of Ihram, if he recovers before Amr, goes into the state of Ihram. Then it is not valid to delegate. And therefore the obligation would be upon Zaid. Zaid is obligated to perform the Hajj. Now, if he recovers, the third situation, if he recovers while Amr is on his way for Hajj, if he recovers while Amr is on his way for Hajj, and Zaid says, I am going to go. So there he goes. Then Zaid goes for Hajj. In this case, the Hajj of Amr turns Nafila. Nafil. And Zaid 
would perform his fard obligatory hajj case a person able physically or rather financially able physically unable and did could not find a delegate and could not find a delegate then Hajj is not binding then Hajj is not binding upon him case it is permissible to perform hajj on behalf of someone and umrah on behalf of another because the umrah in the combined hajj type is the umrah of islam so in short it is permissible to perform Hajj on behalf of someone and Umrah on behalf of another in the same Hajj one important condition the correct opinion is that delegation is incorrect except for the person who is incapable physically incapable to perform the Hajj and this applies to whether the Hajj is an obligation fard or optional so therefore the one who is able financially able and physically sound it is not permitted for him to delegate neither in a fard nor in an optional nafil hajj because if he is to if he is able to do it by himself then he should do this is the correct opinion what you heard applies to Al-Hajj delegations and Umrah delegation as well case if someone listen carefully if someone says take this money and perform Hajj on my behalf Listen to the wording. Can we put the wording, Sister Um, um Peril, please? خُذْ هَذَا الْمَالِ وَحُجْ Take this money and perform Hajj. In this case, if there remains extra, he performs the Hajj, 
and remains some money then he is not obliged to return it to the one who delegated him so he gives him five thousand dollars and tells him take this money and perform hajj on my behalf if he spends four thousand five hundred and fulfills the rights of hajj completely for as it should be and there remains five hundred dollars then he is not obliged to return it then he is not obliged to return it this is if he tells him take this money and perform hajj now what about if he tells him take this money and perform hajj from it take this money and perform hajj from it then what is the ruling here should he return what is left now what may be left should he return what may be left he gave him five thousand and told him perform hajj from this money from min so he now he is obligated to return the money now but if if in the tradition traditionally in a certain community if someone is given the amount of money to perform the hajj on behalf of someone then and the norm the tradition is such that he doesn't return anything left then it's okay then it is okay you understand if in a certain country x it is the tradition if someone delegates someone and gives him the money it's the tradition that he you know is not obligated to return from it anything then that's fine if this is the understanding is that clear you know why because there is a very important benefit there is a very important benefit in communications here sister um Sulaim, you will understand the answer from the following point people's speech is carried upon or executed upon that which they come to know of remember this beneficial point so if the wording is understood in line of the linguistic meaning then it's going to be in line with the linguistic meaning is that clear is that clear is that clear second 
if it is understood in line of the legal meaning then it is to be understood as such is that clear is that clear if it is understood by way of tradition then in this case is to be taken as such as it is traditionally understood for example if it is traditionally understood that if I give you this money to delegate you then nothing is returnable then that's it but if we understand each other by the way of the linguistic meaning I tell you this is the money take from this money to perform Hajj and we go by the linguistic meaning then in this case you take from this money what is sufficient for Hajj and you return the rest is that clear? is that clear? this is an example these are examples you understand now? is that clear inshallah? yes, yes, if it is not specified if he just gives, if it is traditionally understood not to return, then that's it and if he specifies then you go by the specification see, because this goes with these three cases of communications you remember now the the uh, formula up there concerning the communications, understanding you understand now? MashaAllah, Alhamdulillah remember, th- let's put this again please These, this concept about the human communications if you now understand it then inshallah ta'ala the application of it will be easier case it is not permissible for the delegate to delegate someone else except by the permission of the one who delegates him so I delegate you and then you go delegate someone else without permission this is wrong Now, concerning the money and the delegations, Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah stated the following important statements. He said, 
من حج ليأخذ فليس في له في الآخرة من خلق whoever performs حج in order to take the money then he shall have no share in the hereafter because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in surah Hud in chapter 11 15 and 16 من كان يريد الحياة الدنيا وزينتها نوفي إليهم أعمالهم فيها وهم فيها لا يبخسون أولئك الذين ليس لهم في الآخرة إلا النار وحبط ما صنعوا فيها وباطل ما كانوا يعملون من كان يريد الحياة الدنيا whoever desires the life of the world and its glitter نوفي إليهم أعمالهم فيها وهم فيها لا يبخسون to them we shall pay in full the wages of their deeds therein and they will have no diminution therein أولئك الذين ليس لهم في الآخرة إلا النار they are those for whom there is nothing in the hereafter but fire وَحَبِطَ مَا صَنَعُوا فِيهَا وَبَاطِلٌ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ And vain are the deeds they did therein and of no effect is that which they used to do. So, whoever performs hajj in order to take the money for the sake of the money, then he shall have no share in the hereafter. And then he said on the other hand, قَالَ وَمَنْ أَخَذَ لِيَحُجَّ فَهُوَ مُحْسِنٌ And so whoever takes the money in order to execute the hajj then he is a good doer. So he takes the money as a means to help him to execute this hajj on behalf of someone. So there is a difference between the two of course. Now, what about the reward of the delegate? What about the reward of the delegate? You know, the dua he makes, the remembrances he makes. To whom these will go? The ruling is, any of that which relates to the ritual then it is for his delegate anything which is part of the ritual then it is for his delegate and anything which is extra to the rituals from dua and remembrances then the reward is for the delegate 
However, he should be mindful of the one who delegated him and thus he asks Allah to reward him and reward the one who delegated him Now, now, any part of the rituals, any part of the rituals, remember, any part of the rituals, any part of the nusuk or manasik goes to the delegator. Now, if someone performs hajj on, the, on behalf of someone without his permission, Would it be valid and acceptable? This depends. If the person on whose behalf he made the Hajj is dead, then it is valid because it is impossible to ask his permission. And if he is alive, then it is not permissible for him to perform Hajj on his behalf except after taking permission. case case someone who intended hajj and began his hajj journey and on the way he died so how to deal with his hajj two opinions First opinion If someone performs the Hajj on his behalf from the place from from the place where he died, then this is acceptable. This is one opinion. The second opinion that no one is to perform Hajj on his behalf, this is not required because he carried on what was obligated upon him 
and therefore it is not an obligation to perform Hajj on his behalf. And the story of the pan who was knocked by his camel and died, the Prophet ﷺ did not order anyone to perform Hajj on his behalf. He rather commanded that he should be washed and shrouded in his ihram even though he did not complete the hajj rituals and this is the correct opinion and this is the correct opinion This brings the end of to of tonight's uh, class, and inshallah ta'ala, we continue these points of benefits on Hajj and rulings tomorrow. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Astaghfirullah,